0: autocracy. Lawrence.com's politics and culture talk show, where, despite our sometimes overwhelming inclination to prove that we're better read than an average 14-year-old, we promise to keep our George Orwell references down to a bare minimum. No more than uh, three per segment. Uh, besides, I'd rather use hipper, more contemporary allusions to that other great political allegory Mission Impossible 3. I mean, there's a bomb in his head. That means something. Hey, uh, if a homosexual dwarf who worships aliens playing a super spy with explosives planted in his skull isn't a perfect metaphor for the Bush administration's illegal domestic spying program, then I don't know what is. In Dallas, Texas... I'm Gavin, and joining us tonight from Lawrence, Kansas, is somebody. Yes, rather than just ejaculating into the void as I've done the past two episodes and as Star Jones's husband does every night, we're joined tonight by longtime friend of punditocracy and first time pundit, Michael. Say hello, Michael.
1: Hello, everyone. I'm glad I can <laughs> spew forth this debut upon you and your ears.
0: And uh, uh, Quick plug for Michael He's got a great podcast called The Yank Sizzler Look for that What's the website?
1: Theyanksizzler.libsyn.com And it's only music So if you find me offensive in any way Because of my politics or viewpoint You won't have to listen to it on the music podcast Well, music. no, that's not true I do spew in between songs
0: <laughs> Yeah, come on Don't be modest now <laughs> <laughs> uh, but there will also be a link for the Yanks... There is actually currently a link for the Yanks Sizzler on punditocracy.net. Yes, I returned the
1: link, too, so...
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, it's a... It's an incestuous online feedback loop. Yes, it's linktastic. <laughs> uh, but after you've finished uh, podcast hopping between our two sites... Please, if you have any comments about this particular podcast, drop us a line at poundingthepundit at yahoo.com. But um, let's just get right into it. Uh, President Bush, approval numbers tanking. Uh, he's uh, surpassed his father in so far as unpa- unpopularity and is, in fact, currently matched only by Richard Nixon in his approval and disapproval ratings. And one of the major issues that is completely strangling his approval numbers is, of course, the NSA illegal domestic spying program. This thing... Uh, <laughs> if if I wasn't paranoid enough, uh, now on top of having to wear a tinfoil hat, I have to wear a tinfoil vest, gloves, and a condom... Uh, it's it's better to let things stew in their own juices. Yeah, but you uh, don't want to
1: use that tin foil condom with any uh, oil based lubricants. You want to use a water based lubricant when you put that tin. That's foil very
0: true. And while wearing the uh, tin foil condom, I do not want to fuck a microwave.
1: As is my or, want, or, or Dick
0: Cheney's pacemaker.
2: <laughs>
0: but yes, uh, back back to. The, uh, counterintelligence being waged on the American people. The When this story first broke last year, uh, Bush swore up and down, up and down that the program was reserved for Al-Qaeda and Al-Qaeda sympathizers. And it's only used on calls coming from other countries and calls going to other countries. Uh, and of course we found out just this past month, thanks to USA Today, of, of all sources, yeah. Who's who's breaking stories with at USA Today? I
1: know. Like, and, and you, and you know I the checked. editor. You know the editor has a quandary as to whether or not to put that on the front page, or the fact that Britney Spears is pregnant for the second
0: time. Yes, or the infographic breaking down which of the American Idol contestants is cuter. It was, it was a very intense debate session in the uh, editorial room at USA Today, I tell you. But uh, to their credit, surprisingly enough, they decided to run with the NSA story in which they broke that the NSA is keeping the largest database known to man in the history of databases – and I work a, uh, tedious data entry style office job, and I know something about large databases, but this thing is fucking massive. It, uh, has billions and billions, yeah, yeah, billions, probably upwards of trillions of calls have been logged by the NSA, and, uh, they swear, they swear that, uh, they don't have any personal information. They're not listening in on conversations. They're not tro- the the President Bush's favorite word now is trolling for information. They're not. Tr- we're not. We're not trolling for information. He doesn't um, have. He doesn't have pink spiky hair. <laughs> Although he does sometimes stick a pencil up his ass. <laughs> but that's just when he's bored. Uh, yeah. So it's been revealed that apparently uh, every American who's ever made a phone call in the past three years is an Al-Qaeda sympathizer and uh, has been making frequent calls to other countries, uh, if we are to believe the administration's earlier assertions <laughs> about this program. Uh, but the, the, the other interesting aspect of this story, I think, is that it was done with the tacit understanding of three of the major telecommunications companies, AT&T, Bell South, and Verizon, uh, although they're now trying to wiggle out of this and uh, using uh, <laughs> uh, Clintonian legal ease, saying, oh, yeah, "We uh, we're not listening to people's calls. We're not, we're not providing conversations to the government. Now you're just providing the phone numbers and the records mm-hmm. of those calls." Uh, but, yeah, the, the lone holdout to the surveillance program was Quest. And uh, Quest was primarily because, well, for, I'm sure they might have had, you know, a, a conscientious bone in their corporate body. And I was like, hey, this doesn't sound, you know, constitutional. Well, yeah, the CEO
1: uh, got a memo asking for it, and he said, well, do you have a warrant? And the government said, well, no. And then he said, well, then I'm not going to give it to you. And if you want them, you have to bring a warrant to my lawyers. And then when he retired, the CEO that replaced him had the same... Because the government tried again once they learned he had retired with the new CEO. And the second CEO who learned under that CEO was the same type of uh, motto of, no, we're not going to give them to you without a warrant. So, you know what? Good for Quest.
0: Yeah, good for Quest. And if I uh ever think to in the future I'm going to switch phone companies uh <laughs> but I'm lazy so that probably won't happen uh but yeah they, quest also they... also primarily concerned about being open to uh class action lawsuits uh which now AT&T Verizon and Bell South are all facing um so Quest doing the right thing as well as the smart thing from a business standpoint. But uh, going, going back to that, that weird exchange between the CEO and the NSA where they asked for a warrant, and uh, the NSA said no. And so uh, Quest said, well, how about you just go to the FISA court? The FISA court is the, the court that's been uh, the center of this whole scandal. FISA court is the uh, Foreign Intelligence Surveillance Act court, which is established in the wake of Richard Nixon's administration for, oh, oh, I can't quite remember what it was for, oh, yeah, domestic spying. Um, It was the law. Congress established a separate court that provides uh, warrants for wiretapping and surveillance of domestic or international. And so... The Quest CEO said, well, okay, if you can't get me a uh, warrant, why don't, just get me a note from one of the judges on the FISA court saying that this is legal. And the NSA turned around and said, hey, we don't think they give us one. <laughs> it's kind of like the kid being busted for playing hooky. And he's asked, where's the doctor slip? Um, I, I'll get back to you on that. Uh, So the NSA... yeah, Everyone! Everyone knew that this program was illegal, uh, including the NSA. Uh, This is, of course, as most balls of pure evil are. Uh, This originated from Dick Cheney's anus. And uh, Cheney suggested this program uh, shortly after September 11th. And the, the NSA... Which was then led by Michael Hayden, who's now uh, the the nominee for CIA chief, and uh, we'll talk about him more later, but uh, Michael Hayden actually uh, told Cheney that that's illegal, we can't do that, Uh, because Cheney wanted to wiretap all calls, period, regardless of if they were incoming from foreign countries or outgoing to foreign countries. The NSA insisted that they had to limit the scope to that. Uh, however, they apparently lost that debate. And, and oh, the other funny, the hilarious little anecdote that I like about this story is that after Cheney came up with this, it was, of course, Alberto Gonzalez's job Uh, To try and craft a legal rationale for this Uh, Alberto Gonzalez uh, Now Attorney General Was primary counsel to President Bush Is the architect of the uh, um, (laughs) the Squeal like a pig uh, Memorandi uh, That justified torture In Guantanamo
1: They are not bound by the Geneva Convention
0: Nope nope. Uh, Who defined torture as Organ failure basically meaning death so as long as you don't kill them, that's fine however as certain photos and videos have revealed we've even um <laughs> violated that narrow definition of torture uh, in abu Ghraib and guantanamo uh, well you could even yeah you
1: could even get picky with them your skin is an organ it's actually the largest organ you have and you know by breaking skin you could have organ failure i mean if you want to get Dippy. really... I mean, they, pl- they play legalese with all the words and everything, so I don't... I mean, it should just be turned right around on them. You know.
0: That's true. Um, however, uh, they know it's bullshit, and they know that it won't stand up in a court of law. That's why uh, they're stacking the courts with sympathetic judges. <laughs> and everybody, everybody's concerned when um, John Roberts and Samuel Alito were appointed to the Supreme Court because they were afraid that uh, they are going to be uh, social conservatives. Uh, They're going to outlaw abortion and going to roll back civil rights and uh, civil liberties. And uh, all all that's pretty much true, although it hasn't been proven yet. Uh, There's still a chance for them to fail conservative expectations. But, no, the primary reason they were chosen was because they were Bush cronies and they would allow for the theory of the unitary executive, meaning the president is king. That's the primary reason they were put on the court, so that when uh, Bush is dragged in front of them in the future on uh, articles of impeachment, he'll be excused. Uh, but that's way down the line. <laughs> Coming back towards That's next year, the, man. Yeah, I know. Once, once, the Demo- once the Democrats take control of the House and they have subpoena power, but why, why
1: do you yeah. got to focus so far in the future?
0: Why? <laughs> it's November. It's not. That's the a lifetime that. in politics. <laughs> uh, uh, but yeah, uh, domestic surveillance. The anecdote, which I'm fondest of in this whole story, is Alberto Gonzales back when he was still lowly uh, legal counsel for the president, getting him out of parking tickets and such. Uh, Alberto Gonzalez crafted this um, domestic surveillance program and the uh, legal justification for it. He was not successful in getting members of Congress on the Intelligence Committee to sign on, not successful in getting members of the CIA to sign on, uh, not successful in getting even the NSA to sign on, his last hope was to get John Ashcroft, then sitting attorney general, to sign off on it. However, John Ashcroft was deathly ill in the hospital after, I believe, gallbladder surgery. And so there's this scene where Gonzales visits John Ashcroft in his hospital bed with this uh, legal rationale for domestic surveillance, and Ashcroft... Uh, still groggy from anesthetic and with an open-seeping wound, (laughs) and who, by the way, is a crazy-ass fundamentalist conservative. Uh, Even with all of those things going against him, Ashcroft still had enough wits about him to say this isn't legal and would not sign off on it. So uh, they had to wait until Ashcroft left office and install Gonzalez before they could get the Justice Department to fully implement this thing in conjunction with the NSA. So I, just, I just like that touching uh, sort of Philadelphia-like moment, <laughs> visiting John Ashcroft on his hospital bed. You,
1: and you know, Gonzalez brought him flowers with a little, like, uh, rabbit or troll that's, that's nestled in the bouquet that <laughs> says something cute where the words are spelled with, like, PHs instead of Ts at the end or something. Get yeah, but you, know <laughs> Nine,
0: <man. laughs> but you know, he's such a cheap bastard, and uh, he, he's a conservative after all, that he just went to the hospital gift shop that morning and bought it for him. No, I mean, no thought whatsoever.
1: He actually walked into the room next door to Ashcroft and just stole that person's flowers while they were sleeping. <laughs> yeah. and,
0: and then smothered that person track. with a pillow to cover his tracks. <laughs> but, yeah, this, uh, this domestic spying. Um, so finally Bush was able to uh, uh, sneak it around the legal system mostly by keeping it surreptitious and uh, known only to a handful of uh, government officials. And uh, well, by the way, when uh, Bush says that all of all of the necessary members of Congress were informed, that means that he held closed door sessions with members of the Senate and House Intelligence Committees and swore them to an oath of silence under penalty of law, meaning they were not allowed to talk about it in any way, shape, or form outside of these meetings. And so you get this rather sad spectacle of Senator Jay Rockefeller, who sits on the intelligence committees, handwriting a note with his objections in it because he is not allowed to type any objections pertaining to these meetings because that's against the law. You can't have a permanent record of these sorts of things. So he he handwrites a note that he sends to Cheney saying that, I have problems with this. And, of course, Janey just, you know, shits in his mouth and moves on about his day. And uh, so once this story broke, Rockefeller comes out with this little cocktail napkin with his <laughs> scratchings on it, uh, further exemplifying the complete and utter castration of the Democratic Party specifically and Congress and its oversight powers in general. But two of my favorite little... Uh, Backstories uh, On the NSA surveillance program uh,
1: Not only that On that napkin with a note on it Rockefeller had gotten mm-hmm. the, the, the phone number Of a very cute waitress Dick Cheney mm-hmm. just took that phone number Called her and dated her instead of letting Rockefeller date her so
0: And I then when, when Cheney was banging her He dialed up Rockefeller On his cell phone <laughs> Another funny story Arnold Schwarzenegger actually did that once <laughs> <laughs> it's true. <laughs> <Arnold George laughs> uh, is detailed in one of these uh, biographies that came out while he was running for governor uh, back when he was uh, Mr. Universe. He's uh, a notorious lech, and he's, he's not known as the Gropernager for nothing. Uh, but, yeah, there's a story about him actually having sex with somebody's wife and then calling uh, that woman's husband while he's porking her and then laughing at him. <laughs> uh. Governor of the great state of California. <laughs> uh, we were talking about uh, illegal spying. Yeah, Yes. Uh. <laughs> we we, we talked a little bit about this before the show, Michael. But, uh, uh, ABC News uh, okay. has their uh, own little bombshell to drop about the domestic surveillance program. Why? why why don't you uh, inform the people of that?
1: Um, well, of course, being a pundit show, I've forgotten the actual facts of it. but <laughs> <laughs> um, That's
0: right. You know, it, 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 we're protecting their identities by not remembering yes. their names. <laughs> yes.
1: Uh, two of ABC's reporters came forward, and, and they have gotten pretty solid leads that their phone records have been kept and have been sorted out to the point where not listened to, you know, quote, not listened to by the NSA, but basically any phone calls that they make as being in, in the vocation of being a journalist are recorded, i.e. phone calls to sources, phone calls from sources, phone calls from whistleblowers, phone calls, you know, just from anyone in, anyone, but it's the whole point of now the NSA can just line up who where these phone calls come from, they can stomp out whistleblowers. Basically it's not even it's not even a retroactive action that they're looking for. They're looking for a paranoia and for they want to make people afraid of they wanna they wanna stop the whistleblower and the source and the internal leaks before they begin. They don't want to go back and retroactively stomp on these people. I mean they will if they find out, but they wanna make everyone so paranoid. And scared that no one says anything and just keeps our mouth shut.
0: Yeah, um, this I've I've thought this for a long time, uh, but I I seem to have some proof now that this whole surveillance program is basically Nixon's plumber program, just on an insanely large scale uh, where. The Bush administration is doing Oppo research on people That disagree with the administration Uh, This whole thing Is a charade cooked up Under the guise of national security Exploiting September 11th and uh, The fear of terrorism So that Bush can find out If New York Times columnist Frank Rich is calling Gay phone sex hotlines That's my theory. And 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 I'm sticking with it. (laughs) And uh, if he is, in fact, calling those hotlines, uh, there's plenty more leakage than just of the journalistic variety. Uh, But, um, yeah, Michael Hayden, who was the NSA architect who implemented the domestic spying program. Michael Hayden is a uh, general, four-star Air Force general. Um, He's now been nominated to replace uh, Porter Goss. (laughs) Porter. He did absolutely Uh, nothing. Yeah, except attend Republican poker parties with uh, various... Ladies of leisure, if you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, they had a, uh, a order poker party. Yeah, <laughs> poker. <laughs> I hardly know her. Uh, yeah, that's bad joke from the blurb from last week's episode. But I've never met a bad joke that I didn't use too much. Uh, but yeah, uh, Porter Porter Goss, former CIA chief. And by, and by the way, my other conspiracy theory about this whole thing if it is in fact not Bush just uh, spying on political opponents, um, it could be that Porter Goss was attending one of these Republican poker parties and uh, was receiving a lap dance from one of the call girls in the uh, Duke Cunningham Watergate suite. And uh, upon blurting out, tap that. Uh, one of his underlings mistook that and uh, decided to tap phones and not the intended tapping recipient. But again, time yeah, will bear theory. it out. Yeah, time will bear that out. Um, but yeah, Michael Hayden, <laughs> uh, who's going to first, go before the Senate. military
1: personnel to ever yeah. be nominated for this post.
0: Yeah, and, and by the way, that's a great idea, too. Let's, uh, let's consolidate more power in uh, the military branch of government. Isn't that, isn't that just swell?
1: <laughs> yeah, but it's not like any previous civilian director of the CIA wasn't a military-thinking individual. I mean, it's not like they were raindrops and, and puppy licks. And, like, I mean, they, you know, these were...
0: It's my favorite flavor <laughs> of lip gloss, by the way. <laughs>
1: puppy licks. Puppy um, licks. You know, I mean, all of these people, even... Even without a military history, are just as military, militarily motivated as a, as say Hayden will be.
0: Yeah, and I'm sure that it probably doesn't make any difference, but the uh, perception's bad. And uh, if, as if Donald Rumsfeld doesn't already have a mightily engorged um, Napoleon complex. <laughs> Now that he's controlling both, uh, ostensibly controlling both the, the Defense Department and the CIA. And by the way, <coughs> this reminds me of another uh, little story from the, the past week. Uh, the um, Some sort of function that Rumsfeld was uh, attending, some sort of uh, think tank speech that he was attending a few weeks ago. Yeah, his think tank. A, for- yeah, yeah. I, yeah, yeah. Um, but... Uh, While he was speaking, he (laughs) mistakenly opened up uh, to questions from the audience, and one of the questioners in the audience happened to be a former CIA analyst and um, basically called him on all the bullshit he's been spewing in the media for the uh, past, oh, six years, (laughs) Uh, specifically on uh, the charges of weapons of mass destruction in Iraq and his... uh, uh, Notion that we'd be greeted with uh, uh, puppy licks. Yeah. <laughs> In Iraq. <laughs> Let's stick with puppy licks. Uh, but yeah, Rumsfeld, of course, uh, he, 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 uh, he's flummoxed. You know, but, you know, I was just yeah, working with the intelligence that I had, and he, he said this. He said, Well, you know, um, I am with the military, and. I do not collect intelligence myself, which is a flat-out lie, because Rumsfeld has amassed within the Pentagon a intelligence-gathering apparatus to rival that of the CIA, which he uh, used judiciously uh, to help justify the Bush administration's case for war in Iraq. Uh, but yes, regardless of whether or not... Hayden being nominated to head the CIA Will provide an Actual consolidation of Military power over The intelligence community Or not Uh, It it looks bad And a lot of congressmen uh, Republicans included think it's a bad Idea so um, Yeah There's going to be some uh, intense Questioning and grilling going on In the senate confirmation which is happening uh, Tomorrow night uh, this is being recorded on Wednesday for all of you podcast listeners. <laughs> uh, but yes, we'll do an episode on that next week. The, um, uh, I think
1: that was done in Atlanta or somewhere else in the South where that where that incident you were talking about. And I remember reading the description of the event, and and the the, the guy called Rumsfeld a liar, and. During his whole spiel to Rumsfeld, the 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 report pointed out that multiple security personnel had surrounded this man, and at Rumsfeld's go, they would yank him out of the audience and pull him away. And but Rummy they never did. Rummy,
0: yes, Rummy actually waved them off. Yes, because uh, Rumsfeld Rumsfeld was a uh, well, prize winning look? wrestler in college, and he likes a good fight. <laughs>
1: And then, yeah, his retort was, I am not a liar, sir. <laughs>
0: he acted wounded. <laughs> this, this man who commands the mightiest army on the planet in the history of the planet and uh, has whether uh, directly or indirectly been responsible for the deaths of thousands of people, just completely taken aback by such a scurrilous charge. <laughs> so thin-skinned he is. Shut up! Oh, Rummy. Uh, that yes is uh, Michael Hayden thing. Um, Hayden was the architect of the NSA spying program while he was head of that, and uh, boy, uh, that was such a well-run and uh, legally established program. Let's put him in charge of the other intelligence gathering agency. That's a great idea. But, yeah. Uh, uh, this, this, uh, this story's not going to go away. Uh, in fact, uh, it's, it's only going to get worse for the president. There's really no way that he can spin his way out of it. Uh, he's alienated the um, libertarian base of his party... I, I I really don't know who he hasn't alienated yet. I don't know who this twenty nine to thirty percent. Yeah, apparently, this twenty nine to thirty percent of Americans who still support the president. Where do they come from? Besides Mississippi and Wyoming, I don't know. Uh, but uh, yeah, with this program. He's freaked out his uh, small government. Get off my back, sort of. Uh, Which would be uh, Wyoming, basically. <laughs> yeah, would be Wyoming. <laughs> and whence goes Wyoming? There goes the rest of the fundamentalist nut job nation. Uh, but yeah, he's he's uh, he's hacked off those people, the the uh, libertarian, small government people who think this is an intrusion. On uh, their rights uh, The same people You know That are uh, Second amendment Proponents And uh, uh, Love guns And gods And hate queers So he's alienated Those people And um, He's alienated Every independent On the planet uh, He's as despised Amongst independent Voters As he is Amongst democratic Voters uh, And At this point uh, He's hemorrhaging Conservative Support as well So So um, I look for oh and uh, go ahead.
1: Well, I'm really curious. Um, oh, I'm blanking on her name. Down in Florida, uh, she's running. She was the big bust. Yes, big bust, big busty Kathleen <laughs> Harris, who was who was running for Senate and has been basically betrayed by the Republican Party that she helped give power to, i.e. the by stealing election. the Florida
0: election. Yeah.
1: Um, I can only hope that. As the boat is sinking and more and more people are sacrificed, they will feel embittered. Because surely people like Katherine Harris know secrets. And yeah. these bitter people... and like, you know,
0: With they, big they, egos.
1: Yes. Will just start spilling the beans and the water will get deeper in the boat. And they'll keep trying to sacrifice weight and drop more and more people off. But these people will be more bitter until you get to, you know... Bush's stronghold in his bunker, in his German bunker, and and you have the
0: <laughs> you have the you have the truth and the facts with his with his wife like the Ava Bush,
1: yes. Oh, uh, that's that's what I, that's what I hope Catholic will happen in the in, in, in the year to come is that disgruntled conservative Republicans who have been betrayed by Bush will air their dirty laundry.
0: Well, it's already happened. Even uh, in his first administration, he had Paul O'Neill come out with his book. He's the former Treasury Secretary, uh, staging in indictment of the administration, and, yeah. and uh, it, uh, more and more. Uh, for, I'm 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 just waiting for Colin Powell's book to come out. Uh, he's being he pushed. Radio? I I hope that he is. I'm sure that he probably is. Uh, but uh, Colin Powell, who's probably more than anyone. Uh, uh, used and discarded like so much jizrag rag uh, for building the case for Iraq. Um, his reputation has been tarnished uh, to appease this inno- this administration's war lust. And, uh, yeah,
1: with, with, without Iraq, he would have, by the history book standard, he would have almost a, a perfect record as, you know, in 30 years they would be writing about him as they would write about you know Eisenhower and stuff and other generals but now yeah, but
0: now, now history will view him as a tragic figure <laughs> I'm not going to and go you know what uh, <laughs> he, he, he deserves it <laughs> yeah, he doesn't get any sympathy from me he yeah. lied in front of the United Nations but yeah, um, yeah uh, that's uh, that's something that uh, he and his maker will have to sort out uh, I
1: just can't wait for the movie starring Denzel Washington
0: <laughs> speaking of, yeah, speaking of movies What's with all these half-assed uh, Bush attack movies The only, I mean There's only been Fahrenheit 9-11 So far as uh, uh, I think that's Full fuselage attacks
1: What's that? I think that's half-assed Michael Moore, I mean, his documentaries for a large part are half-assed
0: Well, okay Well, I hold that up in comparison With uh, the Manchurian candidate With uh American Dreams that just came out recently with uh, V for oh, oh, you're data. Talking,
1: oh, you're, you're talking like narrative structure, fictional.
0: Yeah, I'm, no, I'm talking oh. about like direct attacks on the Bush administration, rather than just allegories. Pop culture rather, attacks. yeah, rather than just you know style attacks. Oh, he's he's bumbling and uh, doesn't speak English too well. <laughs> Isn't that cute? Uh, that it, I mean, I think I think it at this point. Uh, filmmakers and other storytellers in various medium uh, have enough coverage with public opinion behind their back that they can do the nasty stuff now. And I'm looking forward to that. I want I want the nasty, you know, like sort of uh, eviscerating Bush tell-alls. Be they in like former uh, administration official biographies or, uh, you know, uh, movies or even television documentaries. I'm waiting for it. I'm looking forward you know, to it. I mean, but in, I
1: don't know. Uh, it's. I think the pop culture attacks are increase. I mean, I don't know about American Dreams. That that's a nauseating trailer, even to begin with. I'm not going to go watch that. Movie. <laughs> it's actually
0: a funny movie, but uh, uh, it's it's not a it's not good if you're looking for uh, red meat for the anti bullshit. Well, well I
1: just can't abide the American Idol culture. It's it it literally makes me want to
0: <laughs> piss my pants and
1: cry. <laughs> um, and
0: uh, and by the way, since we're uh, we, we met, we're talking about uh, wiretapping and uh, uh, oh scandals yes, they scandals the... and, and yeah, involving um, uh, people's calls being monkeyed with. Yes, there's all well, sorts of conspiracy theories. Yeah, and that that one bald guy who people liked for some reason. uh, There was some sort of conspiracy to get him kicked off because he had signed up with this shitty band called Fuel. If anybody remembers them from the uh, late 90s, and I hope that you don't. Uh, But, yes, more people far more concerned with the American Idol phone jamming scandal than they are with uh, the president... And his administration running amok, urinating on the Constitution, and spying on your phone calls—they're okay with that. That's a uh, you know. After September 11th, everything changed. But if you fuck with my American idol, so help you, there will be blood in the streets. Oh, but maybe idea. that's just my cynical take on American American politics right now. <laughs> oh, but here's something that actually did get people out into the streets. Uh, Bush's uh, immigration reform plan and uh, actually the Republican Party's administration reform plan that they tried to ram through the Congress that got hundreds uh, if not millions of uh, immigrants out into the streets uh, this past month
1: yeah I mean Uh, in in Los Angeles alone the crowds were like what 500,000 so you have Los Angeles you have Washington you have New York you have places like um, Atlanta, but uh, but San Michael, Diego. they're
0: they're brown people. They're brown people. They only count as two thirds of a human being.
1: Oh, it's like when the helicopters ran over the Million Man March and 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 said, yep. actually, <laughs> it's just, it's, there's, uh, there's like
0: fifty, there's like fifty black guys down there. That's uh, they're, just, they're all just like Fat
1: Albert. So it looks like there's more. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Uh, uh, that uh, roiling uh, mass of uh, blackness down there, septic tank burst. Yeah, we're clearing the area. Just uh, no black people move on. Uh, it's yes, interesting, uh, that the, the, the same t- sort of. can talk. <laughs> and it's pissed uh, with piss, but uh, yeah, the same underreporting happened with the uh, immigration rallies. But President Bush. Trying to ease the masses and trying to pander to every known political constituency uh, took to the air. uh, I guess that was just last night, wasn't it? I've already forgotten about it. But uh, uh, yes, the address. Oh, it was Monday night. Okay, yeah. It's, again, so forgettable and uh, non newsworthy that I won't even. Validate it by remembering that it actually happened Uh, But Bush went on the air Talked about deploying the National Guard To the United States-Mexico border Proposed biometric ID cards For all immigrants And came really close To making English mandatory For everyone entering this country (laughs) it <laughs> there's just so much clusterfuck going on in there that I don't even not really e- know where yeah. to begin
1: not even France makes french mandatory to people going to france so you can't get and there bitches about
0: now. their language yeah yeah so uh, they get pissed off when people say and <laughs> or cool uh, but yeah um it was Bush's political diversionary tactic. He had to do something to try and firm up his base, since, like I said earlier, he's hemorrhaging conservatives. So he had to come up with something that, for some reason, really bothers Republicans, and that's Mexicans. And let's 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 be honest about that. When they're talking about immigration reform and immigrants, they're not talking about you know somebody from Poland studying abroad in Yeah, they're Vermont. not talking about
1: the. The smart kid who's over here in engineering school from India. They're talking. (laughs) The guy who's mowing your lawn (laughs) right now.
0: Yeah. Yeah. We're taking the good jobs. (laughs) But, yeah, Mexicans. This is all about Mexicans. And it's all about the reactionary, racist base of the Republican Party uh, concerned that their Anglo-Saxon base uh, grip uh, on this country's population is slipping and that they will eventually become the minority. Hate to break it to you. It's going to happen. Might as well learn a few Spanglish bits. Although, don't see the movie Spanglish. Uh, That'll uh, help no one. (laughs) But, uh... Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Oh, this this is also great. Uh, Fox News. Um... uh, One of their reporters, uh, this, like, okay, you think that Sean Hannity's bad, and he is bad. He uh, is the worst of the uh, worst. He is terrible. Uh, But people seem to forget that they're, uh, and you have Bill O'Reilly, too, and that, you know, he's Bill O'Reilly. It goes without saying. Bill
1: O'Reilly's almost comical now, though. I mean, he's in his waning.
0: He has... He he is the his old grip guy on reality who, is completely unhinged.
1: He is the old guy that sits on a stoop in front of on front of the apartment complex that all of the neighborhood knows is kind of crazy and just keeps <laughs> ranting into the into the night air. And he's just a fixture in the neighborhood essentially is what he is now.
0: Mhm. Yeah, Bill O'Reilly sort of epitomizes that uh, tinfoil hat-wearing libertarian wing of the Republican Party that I was talking about earlier. The the they're all out to get me wing of the Republican Party. Yeah, although
1: it has been very humorous to watch the O'Reilly Factor attack Big Oil, because you you have Bill almost taking a socialistic stance when it comes to the oil industry and he brings on these people that you know talk that actually bring up good points about big oil about how big oil is so big as far as money goes that it's not an open capitalistic venture in that you can't have any new companies form like you cannot have a startup oil company it's not possible therefore it's a closed it's a it's a closed (laughs) system it's it's There's no such thing as a
0: mom-and-pop oil distillery. <laughs> yeah.
1: Your your mom and dad in Joplin are not going to be like, well, the pet store went under, let's go into oil.
0: <laughs> let's go to the corner <laughs> bank, take out a small business loan, and open a multinational conglomerate oil trading industry.
1: Okay, so, I, mean, I, I actually kind of appreciate the fact that he is bringing on some of these people that are pointing this stuff out, but he's still just...
0: He's crazy. He's,
1: yeah, he's crazy. <laughs>
0: He's crazy. But one of the craziest people, and he goes uh, unnoticed, sort of in the shadow of O'Reilly and Hannity as uh, Fox News uh, bat shit personalities. guy named uh, John Gibson, who's on Fox News. Oh, no, Fox I know who John News. Gibson is. He's a guy yeah, you know that book John...
1: about uh, how Hollywood is trying to destroy America.
0: Yes, an and they obviously it. are. Yeah, as I mentioned, Spanglish, it's, uh, it's out to ruin your life. But, uh, yeah, John Gibson recently, and this is uh, pertaining to my uh, assertion that uh, most of the uh, Republican Party that is bothered by immigration are primarily concerned about keeping their bloodline pure and uh, keeping, keeping the seed strong but john gibson actually had a segment on his show where he commanded americans to have more babies and the reason was is because white people are going and he said, he, he wasn't even skirting around it he wasn't even being coy about it he said white people will be the minority in 20 years we need more babies <laughs>
1: white power brother white power
0: yeah what's that? <laughs> John Gibson, who by the way Is just a sparkling example Of uh, the Aryan ideal If you've never seen this man uh, Just trust me You don't want any more Of this mongrel Running around You want you want his DNA to end with him he's got that very, But this guy He's got that very pink Flushy big head Syndrome yeah, going on you, you, it, This is kind of an obscure reference but he looks, to me, exactly... Uh, you, you know the comic strip Zippy? Yeah. yeah. He looks like Zippy's creator, Billy, <laughs> who's in the comic strip. And, and I know it's a very obscure reference, but for those of you who have ever read Zippy, uh, that the guy who's in Zippy is John Gibson. <laughs> Bill, Bill Griffith who uh, authors and uh, draws Zippy the Pinhead could possibly be John Gibson. I I haven't proven this yet, but uh, I'm waiting for the uh, uh, semen results to come back. But, uh, yeah, so Bush comes out with this immigration policy, uh, which is meant to soothe the jangled nerves of the uh, huddled, rich, white masses Uh, So he's proposing sending the National Guard down to the uh, Mexico border in rotating shifts of 6,000, which, A, is going to put an even greater strain on the National Guard, what with, you know, Iraq and natural disasters. We've got one of the largest hurricane seasons uh, ever in this nation's history. Yeah. In just a few months. <laughs> yeah, let's you know,
1: let's let's time this perfectly. Let's get Louisiana and Texas and Mississippi and Alabama's National Guard onto the border. And I'm, when I'm talking Texas, I'm talking East Texas where hurricanes hit. Let, let's get yeah. them all over to Arizona and New Mexico so they can be as far away as possible when their states actually need them.
0: <laughs> See, that's that's our president always putting our troops first. <laughs> keeping them out of harm's way (laughs) when they're not in Iraq uh, or Afghanistan uh, or hunting with Dick Cheney. Uh, But, uh, yeah, okay, so you got this useless program of sending 6,000 unarmed, untrained National Guardsmen who will not be allowed to um, arrest anyone or, or detain anyone They're basically going to be standing on the border with binoculars uh, playing circle jerk. I'm not exactly sure. Uh, I I guess good work if you can find it, but uh, it's going to be a meaningless position. They're going to act mostly as, I don't know, clerical support to the border guard. Um, uh, Yeah, and 6,000 troops at a time... that's, I don't know if people realize exactly how big the border is between the United States and Mexico, but it's going to take a few more than 6,000 people to uh, holding hands to play Red Rover with the entire country of Mexico. Uh, I think okay, when people so,
1: think of the border, they think of that gateway that goes into Tijuana. Where yeah, they
0: have the that video one that's featured in like, all the stock news down. footage. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, you know, uh, if we want to protect the Bush twins when they're going on their next spring break, then by all means deploy the National Guard. But, uh, yeah, try to find something a bit more useful for them to do rather than waste their time in 1,000-degree temperature weather pointing at starving Mexican people as they're looking for a better life in our country. Uh, Okay, so that's a bad idea, first of all. Uh, Second of all, this biometrics ID card... Impossible to implement and kind of creepy And right up there uh, with uh, uh, our Orwellian references That I uh, was trying hard to avoid Uh, By the way, once Joe Scarborough Starts using the term big brother In reference to uh, George Bush's federal government uh, You know things have gotten pretty bad Uh, And also if Joe Scarborough starts using a reference I don't ever want to use that reference again Uh, not only because uh, he's repugnant and I don't like him, but also because uh, Big Brother was an awful CBS reality TV show, and it scarred me horribly. Uh, So the biometric cards, not going to work. The 6,000 troops and rotating shifts, not going to work. And the English as the mandatory language uh, coming from (laughs) a man (laughs) who, who coined the terms strategery, and decider uh, is delicious. Yes, he should be ironic. kicked out
1: as soon as the, as the plan is implemented. <laughs> um, <laughs> the and then of course there's the other the, the other major point is the guest worker program, which has worked yes. so well everywhere else it's been implemented. Why don't we go and see how well it's working in the segregated Middle Eastern communities in France that love to torch cars with, out of the fact that they don't have any
0: jobs. Or the guest worker program that's happening in Israel and Palestine right now. It uh, I don't most people don't know this, but uh, Israel and Palestine, um, uh, just a, a hotbed of peace and prosperity right now. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, and this is the other thing that's going to eat into Bush's uh, Republican support is this guest worker program, which uh, he is intending as a gimme. To all of his big corporate donors, who want the indentured servants with no paperwork um, uh, under their yeah. employee. who, if uh, their employee so
1: pisses them off, they can they report can them him. and and they can be sent back because under the guest worker without person, having it would to all pay be them. Documented, yeah, it would all be documented yep. and it'd be completely legal. I mean, granted, they can just fire the guy now, but he is still free to leave the business and and you know go find another job, but under the guest worker program, he would have the paperwork of being a guest worker, and he would, could be sent back for, like, raising such words as better wages, union, healthcare,
0: union, union, <laughs> union,
1: <laughs> Walmart will crush you, like,
0: yeah, yeah, and when you say union, um, don't use it in the term of civil union either, because uh, they don't like that much either. The the if it's one thing that Republicans really hate, it's not just Mexicans, but it's uh, uh, married homosexual Mexicans. It just drives them crazy. Uh, but especially if both yeah, of them so Were named the, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus is gay. To Jesus, what? <laughs> oh, oh, watch Fred Phelps' head explode. <laughs> Uh, he has, I'd, I, I'd be I, I there with a the tarp, like I was at a Gallagher show, and I'd scoop <laughs> up the remains I and put it in a little that, vial. That he has contracted cancer of some form. Oh, wouldn't it be great if he got AIDS? Oh, that would be oh, I, great. I, that would be. I mean, I don't wish AIDS on anybody except for him. <laughs> <laughs>
1: you, it would that be guy one those, deserves AIDS. I. I I'm not, I'm I'm far beyond like punishing Fred for what he's done with his life and what he's done to his kids and his grandkids and his great-grandkids and and the generations of his family and all the, the 10 people who go to his church that aren't his family. I just want him mm-hmm. gone. That's it. I just I just want him to die in old age and be done and that's can just
0: Although uh, part of me has to admit that from a practical political standpoint, he's doing much more harm for the religious right than he is helping them because he's become the poster child that uh, everyone agrees uh, is uh, an absolute despicable human being. And he's come to represent a, uh, a, a certain segment <laughs> of the Christian fundamentalist community <laughs> in our country. And uh, he's a good... Uh, uh, wedge-causing tool. So uh, kudos to Fred Phelps for being so deplorable that you even make Jerry Falwell's stomach turn a little bit. <laughs> so he serves a purpose, in my opinion. Uh, but but real quick, uh, just wrapping up the immigration thing, I think that uh, even though Bush was attempting to throw red meat to... His isolationist, xenophobic Republican constituents is going to end up backfiring on him because, A, it's untenable, and, uh, B, he wants the guest worker program in return for it, which most of his party consider amnesty, and that's not going to fly, and uh, his poll numbers are going to drop even further because he's alienated these uh, uh Xenophobic isolationist. So, uh, uh, is it has his
1: has his poll number dropped below thirty yet?
0: Oh yeah, oh yeah. Uh, a lot of polls peg him at twenty nine now. He's in the twenties.
1: <laughs> What's Nixon the baby? Twenty six. Like
0: uh, uh, what was Nixon? Nixon like, right before like Nixon week right he before he resigned was twenty four. Oh. Nixon was twenty four right before he resigned.
1: But during all so, this, yeah, I we have the that fact that Congress point. has an even lower poll rating. And and has had <laughs> no. for years like their their percent their poll rating is like what in the teens or something of of people who think it's they're not doing quite a good that job. bad
0: it's in um, X depending on what poll you look at I think they're sitting uh, kind of neck and neck with the president a little less last one I looked at had Bush at thirty two and Congress at thirty so. Uh, that's even lower than when the Republicans swept into power in 1994. So uh, look forward to November. Uh, however, things that don't suck. We've uh, reached rapidly reached the end of uh, our hour, uh, Michael. What what in your, and again, uh, cheers to Michael for joining us. Uh, his uh, cherry popping inaugural uh, punditry podcast. Uh, what doesn't suck, Michael?
1: Um, well, okay, I have two quick things that don't suck. Um, one, the Onion again because uh, today they mentioned Lawrence, Kansas yet again. There, someone at the Onion has to have had some experience with Lawrence, Kansas because it always turns up in slacker, deadbeat college references. <laughs> um, the, the the reference this time was. Uh, ex-boyfriend unsuccessfully tries to get back coat from girlfriend after two months and <laughs> from lawrence kansas um i, I always love a little pride, a tear of pride comes to my ear when, or comes to my comes to my eye when
0: uh <laughs> you, your ears again. crying michael you might <laughs> get that looked at <laughs> Uh, second thing,
1: um, today I watched uh, for the first time, I, I actually didn't, I wasn't even aware of, um, I'm a fan of John Sales, but I'd really never been aware of this movie um, uh, Meituan, um, which is a town in West Virginia, it's the name of the movie Meituan, it's uh, M-A-T-E-W-A-N and in 1987, John Sales Not akira
0: Kurosawa Samurai film, by the way
1: No. Okay. Um, made uh, a movie, it's based on a true story basically, what happened is you had a coal mining town who try to unionize, and the coal company brought in, did hired thugs, they were, quote, detectives from Baldwin Felt's detective agency, and it ended up in a big shootout at the end in which 20 or so people are killed, including the mayor of the town. The sheriff of the town at this time was actually Sid Hatfield of the Hatfield and McCoys, and ah. um, Two of the brothers of the Baldwin-Feltz detective agency die in the shootout. Sid actually survives the shootout, only to be assassinated later by Baldwin-Feltz detective agency on the steps of the Welsh County Courthouse in West Virginia. Um, anyway, it's a, it's a great movie. It's inspiring. It makes you want to think about labor rights, etc., and then all of that jazz. And But also, I have to point out, there is a horribly... There's a horrible book out there by a man named John Velk who actually works for the Oregon State Government right now. But he has been hired by the Baldwin Feltz Detective Agency to rewrite the history of that, in which he quotes... The detectives were ambushed. Without guns, they were slaughtered in the street by the evil Sid Hatfield (laughs) (laughs) and the coal miners.
0: This sounds like the end to Star Wars episode three.
2: No
1: yeah, so, so apparently uh. somehow the mayor and eight or so coal miners were also who were killed in the in the gunfight were killed by their own guns apparently. Because none of the uh, union busters that that the coal company had sit down were armed.
0: See, if only the NRA was in existence back then To teach them proper gun etiquette and maintenance None of this would have happened
1: No So that doesn't <laughs> suck it The movie doesn't suck uh, It sucks that they all passed away horribly <laughs> The genius, story so. terribly <laughs>
0: sucks But uh, <laughs> the movie Important movie <laughs> Look it uh, up, yeah. John Sayles, great director uh, Did one of my favorite films uh, Eight Men Out uh, great film about the uh, Chicago Black Sox. Uh, also directed Brother from Another Planet, uh, amongst many other great films. So anything by John Sayles is highly recommended. Uh, it, real quick, things that uh, I believe don't suck. Uh, I have sort of an HBO theme this week. Uh, the new Bill Paxton polygamy show, Big Love, uh, really very good. I was actually shocked at how good it was. Uh, great drama. It uh, deals with what could have been a cartoonish sort of caricature of uh, Mormonism and uh, uh, religion in this country. And is uh, actually a very thought-provoking film uh, about uh, marriage and relationships. And if you do see it, I recommend you watch it. Uh, through the lens of the uh, gay marriage debate because I, I have a sinking suspicion that this show was conceived as an allegory for the gay marriage debate. Uh, but just something to keep in mind. Speaking of gay marriage, Big Gay veto on The Sopranos. Love that storyline. Love that actor. Love how uh, the show has dealt with uh, that issue uh, from sly jokes about Rick Santorum uh, onto... Um, uh, the popularization of Johnny Cakes so uh, I recommend that and uh, here's something that Michael actually reminded me of before we recorded recording the show uh, <laughs> for anybody who watches Cartoon Network's Adult Swim they caused a furor <laughs> recently when they decided to air uh, unaltered entire episodes of uh, 90's after school phenom show Saved by the Bell, uh... <laughs> for no particular reason other than they thought it would be funny. And, uh... They literally received hundreds of death threats for airing this show in the middle of their anime block <laughs> of programs. <laughs> and think uh... Nerds How else were those Light, boys no.
1: supposed to masturbate? They couldn't masturbate to live-action people. They have to masturbate to big-eyed, big-breasted Japanese drawings.
0: I know. I, although Mark Paul Gossler does have fairly large, unnatural eyes, and uh, Screech got big tits. You wears the uh, the billowing shirts? Not many people realize that. Uh <laughs> Yeah. Adult Swim decided to run with uh, All of the outrage And released a fake press statement Saying that they had managed to bring uh, Resign all of the original Cast of Saved by the Bell And we're going to start making new episodes Of Saved by the Bell with the original <laughs> cast <laughs> Where Screech is the principal, and he calls back all of his buddies to become teachers in administration uh, while the, the principal... Uh, I, I never watched the show. You watched it, Michael. What was the name Mr. of the Belding. principal? I've actually met Mr. The...
1: Building in real life. I had, I, I had no dinner shit. behind him <laughs> at a restaurant once.
0: <laughs> Did you introduce yourself?
1: Yeah, slightly. I, I, was Were you kind of starstruck? A actually, it was at a dinner. <laughs> I kid you not. We, we got into a dinner... For the director of the... I, I Sometimes, for people who don't know, I sometimes dabble in the film business. Um, we got into a dinner that was celebrating, and I know this is going to sound horrible, but I've forgotten his name, the director of Kiss of a Spider-Woman. He's Brazilian, and uh, he had a new movie out at that yeah, point oh, called Um What is his name? Oh, anyway. And Dime at blank. this dinner, though, it was a hodgepodge, a menagerie of... Cato Kalin, the guy who played Mr. Building, and Perry Farrell from uh, Jane's Addiction.
0: <laughs> it's as if all of the stars in the sky had been plucked from the heavens <laughs> and put into this one dining hall to celebrate some foreign guy whose name <laughs> yeah. we can't remember. They,
1: yeah, basically, that was the same emphasis <laughs> of all of them. They didn't know who he
0: was. Or <laughs> Mr. Belding and Perry Farrell. Uh, I
1: have one more point I forgot to mention. We can just drop it in real quick. Speaking of labor unions, the world was brought to its knees yesterday in Milan, Italy, because for three hours, um, fashion photographers, fashion makeup artists, and fashion models went on strike for three full hours to protest the taxes that were levied against Italian-based fashion firms, as opposed to international fashion firms who do business in Milan, because Milan is the the epicenter of fashion. But they're upset because other European and American fashion firms don't pay the high taxes that they pay as a national firm. So (laughs) they went on strike for three full hours, bringing the world to its knees. Oh, if only... The union organizers that died in that coal mine could could see what has become of of, of, of unionizing in today's age.
0: You know, it's funny you mention that. I thought everyone looked uglier yesterday.
1: For three hours, though, just for three hours. Now I know why.
0: <laughs> they're also uh, in sense they're also protesting uh, the uh, inhumane uh, testing of cosmetic products on cape moss. Uh, yes. They they thought that uh, it Peter uh, Peter was involved um, and uh, Kate Moss had a few lines of blow and forgot about it. So uh, on that note, that uplifting note, that power to the people. Oh, well, <laughs> power to the good-looking rich people. Note uh, <laughs> like to again thank Michael for joining us this week on punditocracy. Hopefully he'll return for many more. Yeah, it's and Michael. also like to. Oh, thank you very much. And also like to plug uh, his podcast, The Yank Sizzler, and uh, plug our website, www.punditocracy.net. Please feel free to write us at poundingthepundit at yahoo.com. Thank you very much for joining us. This has been Punditocracy. Bar bye
2: But if I did that, and we then it wouldn't be a secret. I gotta move my body tonight. I'm gone.